0: Hello. Yo. Hi. Sam. How are you?
1: Excellent. We'll be joined by bass a little bit later. All right. So before we get started, I want to just tell people I want, I'm doing this like beta testing. I made this radio station. If you go to rockofchicago.com or The Rock of Chicago, I'm not posting it anywhere yet. So only the only way you can listen to it is if you listen to this podcast, because I want people to check it out before I like tell people about it. But I think the podcast audience is a good audience to, uh, to give it a listen.
0: So, you so go, what is the, what, what's the station all about?
1: So it's, Okay, so this is what I think a rock station should sound like. It's classic rock, regular rock, and alternative mix, new songs, old songs, and every, every pretty much good rock song. And this is like a hybrid that I think radio stations should do. So I just decided to make it myself. So I want people to listen right. to it and give me feedback. It's just rockofchicago.com or therockofchicago.com. I'm not posting it anywhere, so if you're listening to this. This, this is
0: an exclusive.
1: Yeah, because I want I want you know how they do like beta testing for things? Like if they yeah. make like a uh, like a penis pump or something, they'll have like fifty people. Sure.
0: This is like the same thing as a penis pump. Yeah. So right now
1: it's in it's in the beta. So, so
0: do you want do you want people to send you feedback
1: on it? Is that Yeah, I want them to tell me if they like it. What they think I could change. Only if change. you
0: like it. If you don't like it, don't say anything. If no, no. You if like you don't, it, let, let no. Me. If you
1: don't, if you don't okay. like it, let me know too. But like, <laughs> but have a reason why, okay. not just like, dude, I hate, uh, I hate Stone Temple Pilots. They suck. Why are they on there? Something like that. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah.
1: Now, if you don't like the music at all, you can let me know.
0: But now, is this, is this now is this music is this is this uh, well researched? Do you know if this is what people want, or is this what ape can? Cannon-
1: this is what I think that a rock station should sound like. Because I think, okay. I think, I think, I think people get lost in like, okay, so there's active rock stations, right? But they play stuff right. like Seether, Saliva. So active,
0: active rock is, would be like what stations used to be. They all uh, became active rock stations, right?
1: Yeah, but now those stations play like Papa Roach, Seether, Saliva. Yeah, they mix in some other stuff, but that's like. They feel the need to play these bands because they're, quote-unquote, active rock bands.
0: I think, yeah, I think in commercial radio, Alternative is kind of dead. You just have active... I mean, Alternative isn't dead, but I feel like... No,
1: Alternative right now is bigger than ever. It, it like, exploded. There's uh, new Alternative stations and every city.
0: Well, so I'm sorry. So it's just the the classification of what do you consider Alternative?
1: Well, well, like, the new new Alternative... You probably don't listen a lot, but there's, like... It's all like the new "quote unquote" alternative rock. So basically, I'm merging alternative rock and classic rock in, in a okay. way that I think rock music fans will like.
0: Sure, those are the those are the those are the, those are the two areas where they tend to gravitate towards for the most parts. So may as well put them together and make a super station.
1: Exactly. So I, this is what I think a rock station in 2018 should sound like. And it merges all the good rock because, like, I think there's a lot of alternative bands that suck. A lot of, I think most active rock bands aren't that good. And then some of the classic no, rock. No, no,
0: I think there's a lot of good active rock bands.
1: There is like who? <laughs> <laughs> who <do> you like?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what active rock is at this Yeah. One. Well, it's like it's like seether. By the classifications, I don't
1: know. P- picture seether.
0: Are they good or, I mean... No, I do don't they, think so. Okay, I, okay good. I want to make sure. I, I didn't want to offend you, but I don't like them either. Saliva. So wait, are, are stations still playing Cedar and Saliva? Is that still happening?
1: Y- y- well, the, the few stations that call themselves Active Rock, okay. those are some of their core artists. So I got those...
0: Still, let, me ask, let me ask you this. Are they still playing Cedar and Saliva songs when we were 19 or is, do they have new albums? Up? Both. <laughs> okay. So they're playing the old... like wow. uh, p- Picture... Yeah, the- I told you how much I know. I don't pay attention.
1: Yeah, but there's not many of those left. So m- yeah. my point is that to have a rock station, people assume you have to play Seether and Saliva. To have a classic rock station, you have to play a certain artist and to have an alternative station. I'm taking what I think is the best of all the genres, putting them together, and if you want to check it out, it's just rockofchicago.com. Let me know what you think. And, also, and also, if you want to... Uh, Last thing before we get into it. If you could comment, rate, and uh, what's the other thing? Comment, rate, and subscribe on iTunes, that helps the podcast immensely, I've been told. So if everyone listening and could just also, comment.
0: Only rate five stars. Exactly. Right? Which they would. No, anyway. There's no reason not to rate five stars. Just rate it five. I mean, if you like it, if you think it's well, a four Well, if they're listening, I'm five. sure
1: they, they think it's a five star podcast.
0: Yeah, I think you do. But even if you think it's a four, give it a five.
1: In fact, we yeah. only you know every rating we have, and we have a lot of rings. They're all five star.
0: There you go, good people. So, all right, this of that. is the active rock crowd. This is a <laughs> more refined crowd.
1: Um, so, let's talk about this Ric Flair sex agreement that he he sent out a tweet that that basically is like if you saw the Dave Chappelle skit where before he had sex with a woman he like makes her sign a contract. Yeah. Rick Flair basically tweeted that out, and he's selling it on his website for fifty dollars. It was
0: called the, uh, wasn't it called the Wu contract,
1: or? yeah, the Wu Space Mountain contract, and it said like, uh, I think I, I have know. it. I could, I should just read it because it's so, it's one of the most ridiculous
0: things ever, especially coming. I'm going to say ri- something. I'm going to say something right now that might be controversial, but I'm going to say that because I don't give a shit. When Rick Flair got ill, I really was pulling for him, but I almost wish he died now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I really, I mean, I honestly wish he died because I feel like what's left of Ric Flair is just this this very sad, depressed marketer who's trying to rip off his fans and take advantage of his likeness, like, for whatever he could get at this point. You know, I think a guy who had a near-death experience would be a little bit more, I, I don't know, would, would become a better person, would see life a little bit differently. But he's become an even bigger asshole. I mean, the loop contract was like the most offensive shit I've ever seen in my life. Well, title. do you
1: remember literally his first day where he was like out of a coma? He was wearing a T-shirt that said, "I'm not dead yet, Mother Effers," and he was like, "Okay, yeah, it's available." He, was, like,
0: like, he, he,
1: he, he couldn't even talk, and he's like, "It's available at Flair dot com." Yeah. Woo! And he's wearing a hat. I mean, I don't wish he, I, I don't wish he's
0: dead in a malicious way. I wish he would die like in a I, for, like through. It's mercy. I wish he would die in a merciful way. Like I feel like he shouldn't be here anymore. He's not. He's just making things worse for himself. He's obviously not enjoying life. He's become. A, he's become an even shittier person than he was. It doesn't make any sense for him to be here.
1: Yeah, you're so because like if he would have died when that happened, everyone was talking about him. Like you know, like when Mother yeah, Teresa it was, it died. It was a good way something.
0: to go out. Yeah. Like I wish he just like. I I don't want to. I don't want any pain. Right now. I just wish that he would have just went out peacefully there.
1: Well, now now that he's back, he might as well just keep living. But you're just saying that. Yeah. It, <laughs> you're saying though that if he could have went out, that would have been a good way to go out.
0: Sure, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Because now but, this this second now chance at life.
0: I'm very glad he's alive. I'm very glad he's back. <laughs> Even though he's 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 trying to sell the Wu contract and yeah, I'm not dead yet, motherfucker. Sure. And anything else he could make fifty dollars off of his Personal calls for two hundred. <laughs> yeah, he calls you for fifty bucks. He's like QVC now. I mean, only with shittier products.
1: Hey, brother. Uh, it's really,
0: it's it's honestly sad to watch as a guy who you know idolizes people like Ric Flair. Here, Sam, you be Ric Flair. This is, It's very sad.
1: Sam, you be Rick Flair calling one of his uh, one of his fans. I'll show you what it's probably like.
0: Okay. Hello. Hey champ. This is Rick. Hello. Hey, Hello? Patrick, this is Rick. Woo! Thanks for hey, buying back. Wh- what? Who, wait, who's this? This is, this is the nature boy, Rick Flair. What? Woo! Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, hang on, I got TV. Turn that down! Who? Tanya, they can't hear me. What? Tanya, they can't hear me. This is fucking ridiculous, Tanya. Oh, it's Rick Flair? Hello? Yeah, it's Ric Flair, brother. Just thanking you for oh. buying that wool contract.
1: Yeah, that was uh, fifty dollars. It said you call me, and, and uh, you were supposed to call me yesterday.
0: Sorry, brother. We just got the uh, we just got the order in today. I just saw uh, just crossed my desk today.
1: All right. So is this is this for eating box too?
0: Woo! <laughs> 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 that, that, that probably doesn't even. <laughs> And then
1: how quick does he try to end the fight? You know he tries to end it really quick. Yeah.
0: So anyways, All right, Rick. Thanks a lot, brother. so Rick, hang on, Rick, before
1: you go. When you had uh, Ricky Seambo in that George figure woo when you had uh, Ricky Seambo in that figure four, did he? Re- I, I thought was he tapped out. Good time. Oh, it was a good time, man. And Steve, it was Mongo McMichael's in uh, in the Four
0: Horsemen. Your idea? Uh, I think so. I think so. I, I gotta go. I got. to see- I have more calls to make. Hey, give give your daughter my number. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Give your daughter my number. <laughs> hey,
0: take it easy now, brother. <laughs> Woo! I still got a little bit left to you me. Know, Don't make me go over there and pitch into figure four. <laughs> you know Flair still thinks he can go, too, right? You know he still thinks he you. you know what his head He thinks he's going to get back in that ring one day?
1: Well, it's funny because him and Hulk Hogan just did an appearance together, and they were actually talking about was that.
0: It, was it a match or? <laughs>
1: they did some kind of autograph signing. And they made a video, and Hogan's like, Brother, I want to come back, and Ric Flair's like, "Yeah, we oh, want Hogan God. back." And then, and then he's like, "No, yeah." And then he's like, "Well, maybe not in the ring." And then Hogan's like, "You, you and I, brother, we could tear the house down." And then oh, Ric Flair's God. like, "Absolutely, we could, but, but I have to get a surgery, another surgery
0: in three months." It makes me sad. I, honestly, I don't want to watch Hogan and
1: Flair. It really is. Here, here's it's called the Woo Compromise. The Wu
0: compromise.
1: By signing this compromise, both parties involved agree to ride Space Mountain and engage in sexual relations on this night. This contract adheres to guidelines of informed consent, and both people in the relationship must be present and not in an intoxicated state before signing. No party should be pressured or persuaded into something that they do not want to do, and they reserve the right to terminate the contract if need be. This contract has... The signed and sealed approval of the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, who has taken many women for a ride on Space Mountain God. and has the utmost respect for women. Then it says adult number one and then parentheses age 18 and older and then adult number two age 18 and older.
0: Wow.
1: So basically you could get this thing signed.
0: What? That's the best way. If you want to end a date quickly, pull out the Woo compromise. <laughs> I, I promise you it'll be over. Uh, before we get started, and, and you know any girl
1: with a guy uh. that is going to pull out the Woo Compromise, she's probably not even sure about being there anyway. Like she was probably oh. skeptical, but she just went with it anyway. And then yeah. he pulls out the woo compromise.
0: Woo! It's really, it really, it really, that it really. Honestly, it, that woo woo compromise really depresses me, like in a, <laughs> in a serious manner. Like, really, I'm really sad. I'm sad for Rick Blair. I truly, I'm sad for him. I mean, I'm thinking. I've been. i that. I'm like, man. I feel. I pity that guy so much that I want to bed. The
1: woo compromise.
0: I just want, I just want him gone. I, you know, maybe I I just don't want to see him ever again. How about that? Could he just retire? Could he just, could he just go retire somewhere and just go ride out his day? I mean, maybe he live a long life, but just stay out of the public. I just don't want to read any more stories about him selling products. There's
1: something weird or about him people thinking,
0: or him thinking he's going to get back in the ring. I just don't want to see it.
1: Well it's it's weird when people are close to death. And I I've told this story before. Like I know a guy who almost died and then literally a week after coming out of a coma, he was back to calling Obama the N word and stuff. God. Like back to being racist. Literally, I'm like and then and then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, didn't you almost die two weeks ago? (laughs) Like, weren't you dead? Isn't this your second lease on life? Is this really where you're worried?
0: It was Obama's (laughs) fault. The damn Obamacare, man. If it wasn't for that, I'd be i <laughs> like... <laughs> But, it's like, Ric
1: Flair, Flair was dead. He came back yeah. to life, and now all he's worried about is selling the woo contract?
0: I honestly, I, to me, I, I, I guess I could agree, but I assume, I, I'm making an assumption that if you have a near-death experience, that it would change your perspective in probably, probably a good way. Like, you would appreciate things more, and you'd be a more empathetic individual, and you would be nicer. Isn't that a fair assumption?
1: Yeah, but it seems like the people who have near death experiences, it doesn't really help them that much.
0: Because no, it, turn, no, it, no, no, it turns, no, out, no. it turns like, out, it turns out your friend there and uh, Rick
1: It turns out if you're a scumbag, you just end up still being a scumbag. Because oh. it's hard, even even when you're almost dead, you probably in your head say like, "God, I can't believe God tried to do that to me, man,"
0: but I got him back. Yeah, I got him back, man. Him and Obama. <laughs> I blame Obama. Obama tried to
1: kill me. Hey, by the way, if you do, if you if you do itemized deductions on your taxes, I just found out next year you, you're going to get lit, literally less than half back on your tax return because of the new Trump tax cut. So,
0: well, it depends on how much you're itemized. That depends, right? Depends on how much you're itemized.
1: Oh, exactly, but but if you hey, itemize right. a lot of stuff. Like if you, if you if you do anything like for instance if like say you're yeah. a realtor or something or you work I don't know oh, in radio yeah. no, that like tax I do fund is definitely for stock days if you uh, whatever you're you're screwed next year like I'm gonna yeah. get less than half back because of the tax cuts the the Trump That's which tough. is... Mm-hmm. and I I know the tax cuts are, are, are I, I'm, actually the way it's set up you're gonna get more money back if you have certain jobs so if you have no itemized deductions you will get more back so I'm one of the people that gets screwed but. The people who really make wasn't up, it wasn't
0: wasn't it f wasn't it a fair price to not have Crooked Hillary in office? <laughs> isn't, the, isn't this what America wants? The,
1: the the people who actually really benefit off this are the billionaires because Sure. Because they like the um they'll they'll get like billions of dollars off their taxes.
0: Who's well, that? the corporate corporate tax cut got slashed by, I believe, I I want to say one thirty five, twenty one percent. I mean that is massive Wait, how much is it? That's a I think it went from thirty five percent to twenty one percent, so that's like more than a thirty, 30 more than a thirty three percent reduction in the corporate tax rate I mean that's huge Wow so that's really what this is about, and those are permanent cuts. The small cuts that were given to you know the hammanaagers and the peons of the world were temporary cuts that have an expiration date on them exactly so, But like realize. the Koch,
1: the Koch brothers. Is that how you say their last name? Is it Coke? Yeah, they're Coke. they're they're getting Coke. one point four billion in tax cuts. That's nice. So just think about that. Like they're getting one point four sure. billion, and I'm going to pay more. So that doesn't make any sense. That's, you know
0: what that's called? That's called draining the swamp. That's, the <laughs> that's America, man. That's how we drain the swamp. We give more to the Cokes. <laughs> you know, you have to understand the Cokes have families.
1: I know they need they need that I extra have to do too much what, to
0: give them another one point four billion. You,
1: you know you know what point four is, right? <laughs> you know you know you know how like they say like yeah, in Chicago. Four of one. No no, but you know how they say like in Chicago there's seven dead, like forty seven injured this weekend. You know how they say that. Yeah. You know not you do know what injured means, right? It
0: means you're injured.
1: No, it means like you were shot.
0: <laughs> like you know could well, you could have been stabbed, you could have been well, shot. What exactly? But whatever, like, You could have been.
1: But, but but exactly. So like, if they say though this weekend there were three dead and thirty five injured, the, the thirty five that were injured that still means they were either <laughs> shot or stabbed or attacked. Like and some of them might still die. The others are are close to death, or they're, they're lucky they didn't die. Right. That that's what injured means, right? On those death reports, they they they. was just her...
0: related to the Koch brothers. No, 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 I'm
1: just I'm just saying, like you know what, point four. I'm just I'm just explaining, like that's the a fucking what, fraction, man. That's what it is. I know it's four hundred, but I'm saying it's four hundred million dollars. Yeah, like four, it, like if they say one point four. Well, how else would you
0: say it? One billion and four hundred million. No, I know, but I'm just saying,
1: like <laughs> if you if you just say one point four billion, they're like, oh, it's
0: a billion dollars. It's actually it sounds like a lot of money to me.
1: It's one billion <laughs> and then <laughs> four hundred.
0: Understand that. If you don't understand the point four, then you really need to. Like, I don't but know. I'm
1: saying people see that number and they don't even realize it's an, an extra. Like, oh, it's one point four billion. They just no. think in their head a billion, but like the point four is another four hundred million dollars. So, like, let's say they yeah. were just getting the point. Four. I don't.
0: I don't. But I. I don't misinterpret that number when I see that. I see one point four. I only get one point four billion dollars more. Four hundred million more than a billion.
1: Yeah, but they should just say one billion four hundred million because.
0: Uh, that that, really, that, that's what I said. Is that what you'd rather have them say? One billion sounds more impactful, right?
1: Just because, like, you see the number, you're it's
0: saying a, the point four doesn't have a lot of impact. You want you want it to sound.
1: Yeah, hard. because like four hundred. Let's say they were only getting a four hundred million tax cut. That's the mega. That's the Powerball. That's the Powerball nothing. on a great
0: week. That's, that's nothing, right?
1: Like that. Like they're like. Put this into perspective. The decimal points in their tax cut is when yeah. mega millions are the Powerball Come the on, people man. are are oh, hang oh, on. The money. But when people when people are talking about like I gotta get my Powerball tickets, man, like they're talking about it for like a month on TV. That's when it gets up to four hundred million. That's when the whole country is chipping. Yeah. Think about that. The whole country for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks are chipping in money to get up to four hundred yeah. million. That's just the decimal point of the, the deduction they're getting. On top of that, they get an extra $1 billion.
0: That's crazy. But you got to understand one thing. Okay. The Koch brothers need that money to create more jobs. <laughs> the job creators. <laughs> well, you know it's, called? it's called trickle-down economics.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Didn't work for Reagan, but it's going to work for Trump. I'll assure you that. And you're going to be great, man.
1: I love the videos where it's like a guy who'll be like, here's how it works. The billionaires give me job so I can feed family.
0: Did you see Paul Ryan to, uh, retweeted some woman who was talking about how for paycheck now is an extra $1. fifty a week, which would be an cover $1.50 a membership? and he retweeted that shit.
1: Then he, then he deleted it because he really sounds stupid. He,
0: was. he is such a moron.
1: Well, besides the taxes, have you seen the other huge scam going on, Sam?
0: I have them all. Well. All right, so... Sports taxes are officially a huge scam. Okay. They are! They are. Yeah. No, I agree with okay. that. It's a trick. That's the first huge scam. I want to hear the, I want to hear the other huge scam. Of the Here's week.
1: the thing. Just, just to wrap that up, okay? So, you will... You, certain the first pe- huge
0: scam is, is the taxes that are imposed by our federal government. That's
1: the <laughs> first huge scam. <laughs> just so you know, and I'm going to stop talking about it after this. Some of you yeah. listening will get more money back in your taxes. Don't get it confused, but... It's going to expire, and really, the Koch brothers are getting back $1.4 billion. So that's, that's what you should keep yeah. in mind.
0: Your, your, your I just want to is, say real quick, if you voted for Trump, hey, man, we love you. Know? I don't care if people vote we, for Trump. We do. We do love you. We love you. Just We love you maybe more. Maybe <laughs> more.
1: Anyways, okay, so, so the other scam is that Sports Illustrated has a, a thing called, in her words, in her own words, Okay. And they've convinced beautiful women to get naked and and it's a platform that allows their voice, their strength and passion to be expressed in the rawest form on their naked body. So they get Wait, to put, I
0: don't understand. Could you explain that a little bit better then? Yes,
1: okay, so it's called in in, in her own words, okay? Okay. So it's sports illustrated in her own words, okay. So in, in, in the issue, some guy convinced these women to get naked and
0: yeah. then write
1: meaningful words on their body. And uh, they okay. say it's a platform that allows the voice, the strength, and the passion of these women to be expressed in the rawest form, which is on the naked body. So of they're people.
0: like they're like photographed with like, you no know, different like words and slogans on their body. Exactly. Okay.
1: So you know you know That's I crazy. I I've talked about this for years. There's nothing worse than the women who post a naked picture on Facebook and then there's like some kind of Harriet Tubman quote next to it.
0: Yeah. Is that a thing? Oh yeah! Like it, is it, now, you, can I can I can I go off topic for one second here about Facebook because I know you're the master of Facebook. Yeah, there was an article I today about Facebook. I had seen on something that Facebook is actually losing younger um, users in like huge, huge numbers, and the biggest block on Facebook now, um, I, would, I think the biggest block is by like, twenty-five to like thirty-nine or something. That like. Fifties and sixties is because is like the fastest growing block on Facebook. Do you see that? Oh yeah, because it, it, it gives them it's like loaded with senior citizens and AARP card
1: holders.
0: Because <laughs> it, it gives is. it <laughs> gives them this
1: weird social life. It gives them this weird yeah. like these people. Don't forget, we like the younger people grew up with Facebook, right? So it was cool to them. Now all these fifty year olds are discovering it, and just imagine the way you felt when you first saw Facebook. I know you never liked it, but I'm talking in general. Yeah. People who are old, they're just discovering it now. So it's, like, awesome for them.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's really going to kill it, though, because I feel like once you lose young people and young adults, you can't sustain it with just a bunch of old folks who, like, And no offense, again, I don't mean to offend old people. It's fine. You're older, it's great. I mean, I'm in my, you know, late 30s at this point. You're older, it's cool. But it's, like, all I'm saying is, like, Tech is all about cool, right? And I can't I feel like Facebook can't sustain those revenue numbers if it's gonna be all people in the fifties and sixties.
1: But where are they like going? Are, have are are they going to Instagram or where are they going? Snapchat. Okay, because I was gonna say Facebook,
0: they don't, like, do, they don't like to maintain a permanent distribution, Which I, I understand that. Even though Snapchat looks like it's for video
1: Well you know Snapchat You know Snapchat started with just like penis pictures.
0: Yeah, it was just like for sexting, that's what it was. But it's become pretty massive. Yeah.
1: But Instagram is also owned by Facebook.
0: Yeah, but even Instagram is, is not doing this. It's not the growth numbers are still just going down Because these younger people don't want And I'll, I'll tell you this, man. That was one of the reasons I never liked social media. I don't want to build a permanent history that everybody could like review and shit. Because you, is- you know, people change. It's like, that's the one thing. It's like, the things you're posting on social media when you're 15... Chances are, and hopefully you'll be embarrassed by them when you're 25. And then when you're 35, you should be embarrassed by what you posted when
1: you're 25. Well, I know a guy who was up for a job with WWE, and they went back, and they looked at his Twitter profile, and they didn't give him the job.
0: See, that, that's case in point, man. That's what I was saying. See, someone like, like, like me, though, though it doesn't, doesn't matter. That employers could review. See, I don't care, though, because I've... Potential well, spouses and mates could review. That Trump could review.
1: What I have is like equivalent of a neck tattoo.
0: Oh yeah, yours yours is terrible, but I mean it's like <laughs> that's you. You own it.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't even matter at this point because I have so many hours of audio, so many things posted online that at this point doesn't really matter. There's nothing yeah, else.
0: Big, you just have a big scarlet letter on your forehead. Yeah, you're I'm already, never going to get a like job
1: working at like, uh,
0: you know, at the but White see, House. The thing, though that you don't. That's the great thing though. It's different because you don't want those jobs, but some of these people are going to work just regular routine jobs. Like,
1: yeah, like if you're trying to get a job working to, for like the, uh, the White House, you probably don't want a picture of you holding a beer bottle in a girl's ass.
0: Well, if you just want to go work in a like, small office, like, they're going to look at that shit. They're going to look at your social media accounts and if you, you know, yeah, if there's pictures of you with a, as you would say, a bottle in a girl's ass, that's probably not going to help your taste.
1: Go- going back to the thing with Facebook, though, that
0: might hurt. That might hurt you. That might hurt the job prospect. It may hurt it. It the, may not. But it might.
1: This relates because girls who post naked pictures—that's not going to help either. But go- going back to the Facebook thing, so the worst thing on Facebook is when women will post a naked picture, and then it'll have a quote. They'll say like, "Optimism is the faith that leads to achievement." Helen Keller. <laughs> like, wait, what? Like, why are you naked? Why are you naked with a Helen Keller quote? knowing that no <laughs> knowing what must be done does away with fear rosa parks <laughs> and it's a like, like a picture of yeah. a, a, it's a picture of a girl on all fours it doesn't make any sense
0: oh people are so bad
1: so now sports illustrated have talked women into getting naked and putting those kind of quotes i've been talking about this for years and now they've convinced these models and and famous women to get naked and put stupid quotes on their body, and they're saying it's yeah, empowering. I, mean,
0: you, you, I, I don't like the way you keep phrasing this, though. You keep saying sports, they have convinced people. You kept saying a guy convinced people. No, I don't think that, like. Well, whatever.
1: A, a woman, a woman, whoever convinced
0: them to do this, it's ridiculous. These are the same narcissists who are doing Facebook every single day. You said all these random routine people are posting naked pictures with, as you said, on all fours with Harriet Tubman's. I mean, so it's not like it took a lot of. It's like Sports Illustrated had to go on this like long campaign to convince people this is what should people do now, right? This is a reflection of our society. But this is like didn't have to go out of their way to like coerce these people into doing this. This is how people operate.
1: This is like the grand finale, though. Like it's been it's been brewing and brewing and brewing, and now finally it's right there on the pages of Sports Illustrated. And the swimsuit issue. Like, now, fine. I've I've literally been talking about this for years. I say, I hate women who get naked and put inspirational quotes, and now it's a thing. In her words. In her own words.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. It doesn't seem like it's the best way to send that message, but what
1: do I know? Oh, no, no, it's empowering to do this.
0: I mean, I guess it could be, but, I mean, at the same time, it's just, like, it's just sustainable. It was such a way culture. I don't want to sound like a thing. I'm just saying, it's like, it's like, you have to do it that way, like, you can't you just, like, have the quotes and, you know, be dressed in your your normal clothes, like? Wouldn't it be more empowering if, like... What do I know, man? I'm I'm still out of it.
1: Wouldn't it be more empowering if, like, Roseanne or Precious got naked? Like, isn't that more empowering? you want to see that shit? No, I don't, but I'm just saying that if these like models getting naked, it's not like right. a big statement, and then right. they want and they want this street cred for being like like they're oh we're oh tub like it'll say well, ha- like
0: like like, like, the, like the modeling complex is patting itself on the back now because they have this one model actually this she's, she's really not Ashley Graham she's really not that by tradition you know what this is Ashley Graham, is that her name, yeah. I'm sure you know, right? You know. Yeah, all she's things. the
1: overweight Sports Illustrated model.
0: But she's not really, like, so talk about it, like we have an overweight model. Now, like, we're still, we're still welcoming to women of all sizes. She's like, a very tone, overweight woman who clearly works out. And attractive. So that is not like, like you said, having a real band would be a, a, another a step past Ashley Graham and then a few better steps. Or having, like, I don't know. One well, of those women who like can't get out of bed
1: on one of those shows. Like, yeah, like I'm six. Pounds. My six hundred pound life, where they have like yeah, the that's vi- what I want to see. <laughs> like where they just take off the sheet that they're
0: they're. Let me know when she's in Sports Illustrated, then I'll buy the issue because then that's very important.
1: Because a lot of those women on my six hundred pound life, they wear their outfit is a sheet. Sure. So, like, could you imagine if they took off the sheet,
0: and, and then it, they just took a picture so, of them? A like... More, a lot more
1: there. Laying on the slab of. Of, yeah. of of mattress that they're on, whatever it is.
0: You could have a lot of topless there
1: It'll say, uh, spread love everywhere you go. Let no one come to you without leaving happier." Mother Teresa. <laughs> uh. Learn from the mistakes of others. You can't live long enough to make them all yourself. Eleanor Roosevelt. And then it's a picture of a girl topless.
0: Man, I got to say, I'm very, for a moment I was very impressed, but I feel like you have these quotes that now. I was very impressed. Like, man, you know these quotes, like, verbatim, the they sound like legit quotes. Are you making up very good-sounding quotes? Either you, or, B, you know these quotes, or you have some quotes ready? No, I'm reading them. Which is it? Okay. You think but I know these I like, oh, you actually knew these quotes. Like, and I'm like, why do you know, like, Elmer Roosevelt quotes? <laughs> or, actually, most of us are going made up great quotes like that. I'm like, these sound like fantastic quotes. <laughs> I mean, That's... are you just saying these and attributing attributing them to famous women? No, or like you said, you haven't written down. Okay, I got you. I, I, I'm just looking because at a. You were reading, so I got you were actually just like making I was like, wow, this is very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> but like, he, 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 here's how it is. So it'll be a girl. I, I remember you just read that issue a lot. That SI issue with power quotes. you you've looking at it so many times. Here, here's here's all of famous quotes I memorized.
1: Here's what to look forward to: a girl on all fours. And then on her back it'll say, It's one of the greatest gifts you could give yourself to forgive. Forgive everybody. Maya Angelou. That's the future.
0: Well you know, Maya Angelou, when she said that, she was also um posing uh naked <laughs> and it was written on her back. What if she what if she <laughs> What if, if all the, what, say today, what what, so what if what if all know. the
1: what if all the great women were actually naked when they made these quotes?
0: They all will. Jane <laughs> Madame Curie.
1: Can we make one rule, at least? Never quote Helen Keller when you're naked, please.
0: No, it's the best time to do it.
1: <laughs> that, that's one person that please don't quote when you're naked. No. Please that's, don't that's, put a picture of man, yourself. I'm
0: you. That's please, exactly what you want to do.
1: Please don't wear a thong with no shirt where you see side boob in your back, your ass, and then that, written on that's, your that's back. The quote, and then <laughs> it says, optimism is the fate that leads to achievement, Helen Keller. And then you'll have all these people posting. First of all, you'll have a bunch of guys saying, oh, you're so gorgeous. Could you get any more gorgeous? Uh. That is the funny thing about,
0: like, you know, when I like I'll post, all these people are commenting, all they say is, "Bae, you hot. <laughs> Damn, girl with like 20 like flame emoji. It's like who are these
1: people? Question mark. Hit that question mark? Yeah.
0: Taste. I got to I, I got to see more.
1: Can I get a taste? <laughs> taste question mark? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taste. But that's one, please. If if, if you're going to do anything, please. That's my one my one request. If you're going to be naked, please don't quote Harriet Tubman. Please don't quote Helen no.
0: Keller. No, all no seriousness, you're right.
1: Don't. Sam, you'll, you'll, you'll like this move I did the other day. I don't know why I did. Do you, do you ever, like, kind of just do stuff for your own entertainment? I, well, actually, I know you do this also, all the
0: time. That's my whole life. <laughs> that's, that's all I do. My whole life, honestly, if you haven't realized it by right now, my whole life is the performance. I'm, I'm just performing for myself, my own entertainment. I, I'm never <laughs> authentic. I'm rarely authentic. I'm usually just performing. And the audience is me. I don't care about anybody else. Not on this podcast. You're you're, you're
1: you're pretty authentic on this podcast, though. But in real I'm life, talking,
0: yeah. i do let, let, let me think about that. Now with every now with you, for example, with most people, most people it's just a show, right? I'm just I'm just performing a show to entertain myself because I can't stand being around a lot of these people. <laughs> so I'm just doing a I'm doing a performance for me to make to try to make it bearable to try to you know. To try to entertain myself while I sit through some of this shit. <laughs> different with you. You know, I could talk to you as a few other people I could have a conversation with. A real conversation. Like, for example, saying this, right? But in most situations in life, I'm just, it's just, I'm just acting. I'm just, I'm just an actor, really. That's all I really am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's and like it's, the, true, the Truman that's, Show.
0: That's an authentic true statement. I'm just acting out life for myself. For entertainment
1: but it's literally just for you like the, you, you do it's
0: it ju- it's just it's just a show for me that's all it is <laughs> you You've seen me i say the most ridiculous things to offend people but it's just to entertain them. and they're usually impressed myself the best
1: part is that they're, they're usually too dumb to know that you're doing
0: that they have no idea no one has any idea the people who know are the ones that wouldn't do it anymore. so okay sam
1: so i did your technique the other day so i I needed a tuxedo for an event the night of. Okay, so I went to the men's warehouse. Oh, by the
0: way, I have to say that was a great tuxedo. I did see these tuxedo pictures, and that was nice job.
1: It looked pretty good, right?
0: It was a it was a very sharp, very sharp look. I gotta say, a tuxedo is not for everybody. But, but- I gotta say, I, I will say this: people for like a. I think a tuxedo looks good on a guy with like, a bigger frame, right?
1: So you're saying that you're saying I'm the exception that I, a tuxedo is
0: for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying you a tuxedo works for you for like a guy with like a bigger frame. I think it's a good look, but I think tuxedos look really bad on like very scrawny people. Yeah, and obviously, on like you know, a big fat person, it will look ridiculous. Yeah. although I like both of those people I love the scrawny and the big fat people <laughs> I'm saying it's a it's a good look for somebody with a like a bigger like muscular frame i think right
1: well the thing if you're if you're super super skinny the, the tuxedo always looks too baggy if you're super skinny, you look bad in almost everything yeah, just because everything's hanging on you yeah if you're super skinny i think if you're too
0: skinny, I think you look bad in most things and you if, probably shouldn't even bother and that. if you're huge. I mean, it,
1: the tuxedo, it's like it—it's—it it, it, it lost. It's kind of lost its identity because you don't get to see the. Yeah, full... it's
0: too big to go out anyway. It's mean, pointless. I mean, but if you're, you know, you have a healthy, larger frame, tuxedo is a good look.
1: Okay, so I always go to because, like you said, I'm bigger. So I think my t- my my tuxedo. But I don't set... mean
0: big. I don't mean big in an offensive way. I mean, no, I was... know,
1: no, I know, but I'm tall and everything else too. But yeah. I th- I think I think my, my tuxedo jacket size I believe was fifty two regular. Okay, so you need it the day of it's it very does. it's very what, what do you know what your suit jacket is? Uh, I want to say it's a forty
0: something maybe. Okay. So my I so I mean I haven't I, I I wanna say is it like a forty six maybe?
1: That sounds right if I'm fifty two. Yeah. So okay, so fifty two regular. Okay, so I, I go to men's warehouse, okay? Cause I figure that's the best place to go, right? Like I don't even know. Tuxedo.
0: Why do you say that, man? We're, we're we're talking about this great tuxedo you bought at I know. In. I know.
1: Look, 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 let me, you, 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 you didn't let me finish why'd the you, story. don't you see? What the Prada or something? Sam, this is all part of the story.
0: Okay. It's uh, important sorry, that I mention I Men's Warehouse. I just got upset when I heard Men's Warehouse. Go
1: ahead. You're gonna lo- you're gonna love this story then.
0: I guarantee it.
1: Based on your reaction to me saying Men's Warehouse, you're gonna love this story. So I go to Men's Warehouse because I I don't know where to buy. Like I, first of all, I'm not gonna go to like. Uh, what's a high end clothing store for men? I don't even know.
0: I don't know, like you go like a Prada or Yeah, okay, like, so I'm not
1: I'm not gonna go to Prada yeah. and spend Yeah,
0: you know I don't know twenty grand on a top. Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay, so I go to men's warehouse, whatever. Sure. They didn't have my size. I call another men's warehouse, they didn't have my size. I call a third men's warehouse.
0: They didn't have my size. That's kind of so, that shocking to me by the way, they they wouldn't have a normal size like Well that.
1: but but they need it for the night of. Like, if they said, I could order for you for t- whatever, but I literally needed it in a few hours. So I walked down. I, I, I work in the NBC Tower, so I'm right by Michigan Avenue. So I walk, and it was that day of that blizzard. It was Friday. It was horrible. So I'm walking in the slush. It's, po- it's snowing really hard. I walk into Boss, and the guy was like a complete gentleman. He, he didn't have my size, but he actually was calling around for me to find a tuxedo. Wow. So he was being very nice. I actually, I've never done a Yelp review in my life, and I actually wrote a
0: Yelp review for this guy. Uh, see, that's good. That You know why that's good? Because people don't write reviews when they have good experience. They only write them when it's something shitty happens.
1: You want to you hear my review? Sure. It's, okay, so it's, it's Hugo Boss. Hang
0: on. Hey, it was a nice tux, man. It deserves a five-star review. That's not where I got it from, though.
1: So, okay, it was Hugo Boss on uh, in Nordstrom okay. on Michigan Avenue. I said, great experience. I needed a big size tuxedo tonight that they did not carry. Phil and another gentleman not only found me other places that carried my, my size, but they also called the other places for me. They are the kind of people I want to do business with. True gentlemen. Wow. They went out of their way to I help do, me.
0: That, that's great customer service because... First of all, they made a customer in you, even though you don't even realize that you'll go back there if you have clothing.
1: Well, I, I actually say number, that I, I say that two. in this review here, actually.
0: Okay.
1: So they went out of their way to help We're me. I'm already out ahead of the game. They steered me to a different business that would not benefit them at all. They cared about helping me. I will be back for sure and plan on making a purchase. I've never and, wrote and
0: you're promoting now.
1: That's good. I never wrote a Yelp review ever, okay? It's the boss store on Michigan Avenue in Nordstrom. <laughs> Okay, so it's this old guy his, and his son, whatever it was. They, really nice people. Okay, so then, okay, so this is the part Sam, you're gonna like. So they didn't have my. <laughs> and, and, and keep in mind, I went to a men's warehouse and called two other men's warehouses. Okay, so I went into this other place in Nordstrom called Indochino. Have you ever heard of that place? Um, I
0: I'm familiar with the Nordstrom. So okay, uh,
1: I, I I don't know how I don't know how, how how high end the place is, but you need it's only custom made tuxedos. Okay. So I walked in there and I said, "Hey, I need a tux for tonight." They're like, oh, we can't, we can't do it. He goes, "You know, I recommend you might want to check out Men's Warehouse." And I don't know why I said this, but I, I, I just want to fit in with because I thought it was a higher end place. So I'm like, well, I'm desperate, but I'm not that desperate. <laughs> so like, I was trying to act like I was some guy who buys high end fashion. Yeah. But I had already been to a men's warehouse and I called two other men's That's warehouses, great. but I went out of my way to like bury men's warehouse for, and for no reason. Yeah. It was literally to entertain myself. And, and,
0: and you felt good about doing it,
1: right? Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm like, Oh, That's I'm great. But the way I said it too, I made it like, I'm like, well, I'm desperate, but I'm not that desperate. And then the one guy in the background started laughing and the one guy goes, Whoa, whoa. he goes, yeah, I don't like that company either. I don't like, I goes, I used to work there, but I I I don't like it, but I'm just saying they might have your size. And then the other guy was like, look, and it made me look like I was awesome.
0: Yeah. It's like a double win. But anyway, Sam, you, so <laughs> Sam,
1: Sam, you're going to leave right now and then base is going to come in right now.
0: All right. Sounds Cool.
1: You're, you're, do, you're doing the switch off. You're tagging in base.
0: Yeah. I'm, gonna do, I'm, gonna, I'm doing that jump tag where you're like, he's got his hand out and I'm like, in a headlock with
1: all right, here it's it goes. So I'm, 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 I'm going to I'm gonna, bring bass in. three, two, Sam, tag him in. Three, two, one. Tag. Well, if it isn't bass. Hello. You guys yeah. did the over-the-phone tag.
2: That's how we play
1: in the... <laughs> it's, if people are wondering why you tagged it and Sam tagged out, no, just timing-wise this is how it worked out. You were yeah. available now. Sam was available then. So I said, well, let's just merge it and do it like that.
2: I say, fuck it, we'll do a live.
1: (laughs) Base, I do want to apologize to you, actually.
2: Whoa. (laughs) Well, then let's call Sam back up and let's call Ryan and everybody else. (laughs) Let's video. Mark.
1: Let's take a picture of this moment in time.
2: Hopefully it'll last
1: long. On on February 13th. Uh, So the other day at work, I had to go get my taxes done, which I talked about earlier. By the way, if you do. Oh, Base, by the way. Do you do a lot of itemized deductions on your taxes?
2: I'm going to this year.
1: Okay. So this year it's going to be fine, okay? But okay. next year when the Trump tax cuts kick in, and I already talked about this with Sam, so I'm not going to bore the listeners, but I just want you to know that you're going to literally get less than half back. Uh... But this year is going to be great under the old tax plan. <laughs> so okay. try. if I were you, I'd try to get every penny you can this year.
2: I try to get every penny I can every year.
1: Yeah, but th- but next year you're going to get a lot less.
2: You know, it's funny because my accountant said the exact opposite. He said that I'm one of the people. Few- well, don't forget, I have a child, so my taxes are different this year. Yeah. So there's-, there's more of an income that comes in from that. Yeah, so but basically, you're going not- <laughs> to
1: have the kid deduction this year. You- you'll see. It depends on how much you itemize. Let- let's see. We'll we'll see. But th- my-, my tax lady showed me exactly what I'll get back next year, and it was less than half with the new plan.
2: Now, are you okay with the fact that I claimed you as a dependent?
1: Well, I claimed you also, so.
2: <laughs>
1: but, let me... I, it's, funny, it's, it's funny
2: that the guy younger than me is claiming me as the defendant.
1: <laughs> you could do that, actually.
2: Uh, I, I believe
1: it. You could claim, like, your parents... Like, you could claim your mother if you wanted.
2: Oh, yeah, I was saying before. All right, well, I'm going to keep apologizing. You know what you
1: could do, too? If, if your mother moved in with you, you could get all those, like, senior citizen tax discounts and everything.
2: Believe me, we've talked about it.
1: <laughs> you, get, you get less... Uh, Property tax. You get all kinds of stuff.
2: Thought about it. Thought about it. figured about it. God.
1: Okay. But anyways, I, so I want to apologize to you because you and I. Well, so anyways, I was at work late because I have seen my taxes done. And all right. and it's that my tax ladies right by my work. So I was I, I stayed there much later than I usually stay. So I'm like, hey, base, I have some time to kill. Let's go get some lunch. And you're like, I just ate a salad. And you were, <laughs> I, I know you're trying to eat healthy, right? So you you had a salad, and I'm like, fuck your salad. I'm hey. like, I'm like, let's go, and then, and then I could tell in your face that, it, it, like, it, for instance, okay, let's say you're a sex addict, right, and you know Mila Kunis and and uh, Kate, uh, what's her name? Kate, well, the girl, Kate Upton. Host, the, yeah, Kate Upton walking naked, and and they're like, hey, base, let's go right now. It's it would be hard for you to turn that down if you're a sex addict, right, or or just any guy in
2: general, right? I was gonna say, yeah.
1: So. I know that you like food and you're trying to eat healthy. You have a salad you just ate. And then I said, fuck your salad. I said, let's go to Jimmy John's. And then you're like, well, Taco Bell's right next door, too. And, and I talked you out of not only did you eat your salad, but then I talked you into going to Jimmy John's. You were just going to go to Taco Bell and get like a bean burrito, which would have been like a couple hundred calories.
2: Well, I, so, it's very sweet that you think that. That's all I've got.
1: But go whatever, on. whatever. It would have been less. So so you would, okay, let's say you got 500 calories, whatever. So you went to Jimmy John's just to get a drink to go with me. <laughs> and I ordered, of course, the Gargantuan, which is about 12. It's, it's You know, it's 1,200 calories.
2: Isn't it really? <laughs> probably, probably could have done without that knowledge.
1: If you if you look at the, uh, the Lose It app, because I, I typed it in, actually.
2: That I, 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 mean, I don't feel bad that I didn't eat anything for the rest of the day.
1: After that. According, according to the Lose It app, the gargantuan is 1,104 calories. So not only not only did you eat the salad, but I ordered the gargantuan, and then you, you had this conflicted look on your face again. You had the first conflicted look on your face when I said, let's go to Jimmy John's. I said, fuck your salad. Then we're at Jimmy John's. And again, you look conflicted. And again, I say, base. You might as well just get the gargantuan. And then, what did you say? Oh, uh, okay, let's do it. And then you got a gargantuan. <laughs> so you literally went from eating a salad, a salad that looked disgusting, by the way, which is probably what forty calories.
2: Yeah, uh, no, that wasn't that bad. some uh, little kale, slaw, mixed up together.
1: Exactly. So it was. It was. You were probably. You went from eating fifty calories. And then, because of me, you ended up eating eleven hundred calories, and I'd like to apologize for that.
2: Well, in all honesty, it doesn't take much for me to move that needle.
1: Exactly. That's why I need to apologize to you because I knew <laughs> I knew what I was doing. It's like it's like going up to a, a former crackhead, a former alcoholic, <laughs> having a bottle of Jameson,
2: and saying, "Come on, on, man, come but on." But I bro. also understand this. I don't really get kids to you that much very often. Our schedules are different. So I really do enjoy hanging out with you when I can because we get nice I'm kind of cashed between being you know, being a father and a husband, I really don't get a chance to hang out with my like, friends anymore. So I I was I mean to be honest, I, I just kinda tugged of along for the laughs and I knew I wasn't really being much that much more at the day anyway. So
1: But with the laughs came eleven hundred extra calories.
2: <laughs> extra mayo, cherry <laughs> Coke. bring it up, bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it with you again in a heartbeat it was fun
1: so anyway base I do want to apologize for that
2: I felt bad apology not only forgiven, but throw it back at you because like I said it, I probably would have gone over had we gone to Taco Bell have you I feel like I, I've never I've never watched out of Taco Bell under the calorie bell. <laughs> Taco Bell
1: Taco Bell you're, you're like you always aim for 1500 calories
2: but no the the key is like alright how, how can I get to two thousand calories and still get the tab five dollars? <laughs> it is a game that I played that I always win and lose at the same time. I wonder but what I that... always I always leave that day by going probably shouldn't have done that but I only lost five dollars
1: Base if you're wondering um what the unhealthiest items at Taco Bell are here, here, here's what you could order next time you go. You could get the, the Fiesta taco salad with chicken. That'll run that, you. Yeah. That what I
2: heard a lot. That what I heard a lot of calories.
1: That's 740 calories. Woo. The Fiesta steak taco salad, 750. This These are salads. The, Woo. the nachos bel grande, 760 calories with 1,320 milligrams of sodium.
2: Whoa, okay, I don't do that
1: one. The XXL Grilled stuffed Burrito, 840 I done, calories.
2: I have not done that one. Keep going. Uh, let's see here. Because uh, I've, I've always said this. and I've said this to you before, too. Until recently that they started coming out with some really funky and weird combinations of Donald Bell. I believe that you can pretty much march anybody up blindfolded, drunk as a skunk. And go. Welcome to Taco Bell. Can I take your order? They will automatically have a go-to order ready to roll, right off the top.
1: Oh yeah, and, and aren't you shocked that more cops don't just give DUIs in the Taco Bell parking lot?
2: Honestly, that drive-through should just be a breathalyzer.
1: Because instead of instead of waiting, you know the cops, the assholes that wait at bars and they just pull everyone over when they're pulling out of the bar.
2: Oh God! yeah.
1: You, if you're at the Taco Bell, they, that that person's even in a worse state because that means they've been driving around drunk and they decided to eat. Like that. Yeah. At, at least if you're, at least if you're leaving the bar drunk, at least you're attempting just to go straight home.
2: I, the, I but I'd, li- I'd like to think the cops have pity and are like, "All right, this guy was at least able enough to think I get sober up by stuffing a lot of burritos. Am <laughs> I the time to leave? They will be less drunk, so it should be all
1: right. They'll be less drunk, but is there... Eating... And no one who goes to Taco Bell 3 in the morning waits till they get home. They're all eating it while driving. So now you're not not only just drunk,
2: but now you have, when, not... Sometimes I'll just pull up a little bit and start eating. <laughs> I, won't, I won't even fully leave
1: the drive for... Base, <laughs> I, I told you what my most ashamed moment was, right? With fast food or, or with eating in general?
2: Was that the pizza with the pizza next to you?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I picked up, I picked up a whole pizza, and then while I was driving, I started eating slices out of the box.
2: No, but you, you missed the fire. You picked up the whole pizza for your family.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It wasn't just for me. You're right. That, yeah. that that's an important thing to mention. Yeah, I was bringing it over for my mom, my brothers.
2: Now, now, I, I've always wanted this question. I never asked you it because of it, but I, I do think of this story often, and I have told my wife many times that. Abe has done this. The question is, at some point, that ride ended. And you walked into your house with a pizza box in hand, knowing slices were missing. At some point, you thought I had to do. Somebody like Sam or your mom or your brother, and you don't exactly have a quiet family. who would just go, that's okay. <laughs> what did you have to say to yourself when they opened the box though? Uh, Did
1: you eat some of this? Well, it's okay. So it's funny you say that. So I ran in. I was planning on grabbing a plate and acting like I was just putting pieces on a plate. But my, my my younger brother, Mike, was there. And he's like, he actually asked me. He said, did you eat pizza on your way here? As I, How did he know? I, because it was missing like six pieces when I opened the oh, box.
2: Okay. Oh, okay. you opened it. Okay, okay.
1: No, but I was I was planning on running in, grabbing a plate, and stacking a few <laughs> slices on to act like I took some slices. <laughs> but he, he literally noticed it as I opened the box, and he knew what happened, too.
2: Of course.
1: He gave me that wanted, look. It
2: was <laughs> six, you ate six slices?
1: You know, the little square ones.
2: I know, but that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well that's interesting that you have the uh, the presence of mind of so think I'm gonna rush this thing in there and grab a plate as fast as I can so no one notice. Well
1: it's kinda like if you bring a tray of cupcakes to a party, right? Could you yeah. eat one cupcake and show up with one less in the in the thing?
2: I've all I've often debated it if I could.
1: Cause like I went I went to the Super Bowl this year, my uncle's party, and and I had a big thing of cupcakes. And I want to eat one the night before. And I decided not to. But who cares if I would eat one?
2: I agree. But, but- it, 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 well, it, it, that, that's where it kind of differs. That's where my wife and I have had this discussion, too. Because I went to I Toronto. My brother and I, we do a lot of uh, cooking. We hang out a lot. Because my brother's got two kids. I got my son DJ. And a lot of the times on the weekends, because, you know, it's tough to do things with toddlers. We try to hang out with each other. So the kids have things to do. My brother and I, we can, you know, we kind of talk and be adults and, you know, eat food and have a couple beers and kind of chat while the kids kind of play and, you know, the wives are there. But one time, my wife didn't come with me because she had something else to do. And I bought, like, you know, a whole thing of cookies from, you know, the, the grocery store. And she's like, You know, I kind of want some of those before you go over there. And I was like, but that might look bad. I really don't care if you eat the cookies, but. It looks tacky because it, like it looks like I just grabbed an open bag of chips and just brought it over. You know, <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> like, ah, oh, shit, you know what? Thanks for having me. Thanks for, you know, my brother, he, you know, he, he does pretty well in life. So when I come over, there, he usually tells me, hey, you don't need to bring anything. We got everything covered, and I just go, you know, all right, I'll just bring something. So if I just brought, like, you know, a thing of cookies where you could see you know that there's like three,
1: like one sleeve, used. one sleeve missing. Or?
2: One, the one sleeve has like one cookie left in it. You're like, ah, oh, shit. You know, then you got to spend the whole day kind of numbering them up, and dividing it before you know it. you need half the kids and you look like an asshole to a party where they said you don't even have to bring anything.
1: Or like a a half eaten Pringles skin.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, shit. They must they must just come like that. I don't know. That's weird.
1: <laughs> but you know what? I think I just figured out what you should do in that situation. What you should do is repackage it, like have another plate, take all the cupcakes out and put them on another plate.
2: Hey, I got yeah, yeah. I got a replatter yourself. So, that's not a bad idea.
1: That's a great idea, right?
2: That's actually a better idea. It's like obviously the Tupperware. Just go here, you go.
1: Instead of like, because I had a container for Mariano's, a plastic container, so you could see the one missing.
2: But it's hey, really. I've always, I've always said you could have an app for all kinds of stuff you need excuses for. You but, have an answer. You have an answer for, like. Oh, you're saying. My you that my wife texted me so, or was going to text me something about a friend who's got to talk shit about somebody. <laughs> and instead of telling me, he wrote to that person. And there was no way in hell in that message you could have possibly said he was not talking shit about that person. Well, base, base, I'm and like then the minute I the minute I told you here's something now, she fucked up and there's no way out of this, you went, Oh, she should have said this But I went, Oh, fuck, that's perfect.
1: Well, base, I'm like the wolf from Pulp Fiction when it comes to stupid things.
2: You are. You are.
1: So let me explain what happened. Okay, so she accidentally sent a text to this lady. Yeah. And I said that what she should have done was over What did I say? I forgot what I told you that time. I said she should have over-explained it, right?
2: You should have over-explained it, and then kind of went to, and then kind of made a joke about it, almost to the point where you where you, it just sounds like nonsense.
1: You, let, let me let me give you an example. Of what I did. Let, let's use the name hmm, Rodney because I don't know any Rodneys. All right. So my friend Rodney sent me a picture. So I took a picture of a screenshot of his text to me. I forgot what he was talking about, <laughs> and I said, "Man." Rodney's a piece of shit. Or I said, what a, I said, I said, man, Rodney's a loser. I said, Ro, I said, Rodney's always acting like a little bitch. And then I I, I I realized that I sent that screenshot to Rodney, okay? So then I said, oh. oh shit. So here's how I got out of it. I wrote, You know you're a little bitch, right? I said, you always act like a pussy with this stuff. I said, just do it. You have to just do it, Rodney. Just do it. And then not only, did he, not only did he write back something nice, but then he thanked me for the advice. <laughs> so, like, I, I am, like, the level Okay, here's what you got to do. Number one, you send, send seven texts to completely confuse the person.
2: No, but you go, here's what you got to do, and you got to do it right now. Don't hesitate. Do it now. <laughs> I move fast. I taunt fast. I go fast.
1: Okay, do you have any? Do you have any uh, towels and sheets? And
2: yeah, does your your uncle Conrad and Aunt Connie have a lot of money? Because well, your uncle Marcellus does. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, if you're listening to this podcast and you come up with some shit, where you think, "How do I get out of this mess?" Tweet Abe right now at at Abe Cannon. <laughs> and I guarantee you. <laughs> He will have a play-by-play, step-by-step on how you can personally get out of this situation. Okay. First
1: of all, what's your text plan? Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> now I want you to send this here. I'm, I, I send you. I send you three memes to send to really confuse them.
2: Yes. Do it in this order. I will send you the order to do it. Here's here's the pictures. Go.
1: Here's another great one you could do when you accidentally send a text. Then you send a picture of Vito Corleone or Michael Corleone, and then you wrote, then you write, "I'm giving you tough love, brother, I'm trying to help you out." <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the, or you know, you it's know another one I do. I'll say, "Man, Rodney's a piece of shit," and then I'll send um, a, a, t- a text that will say, "Oh, I mean, I mean, uh, base is a piece of shit."
2: <laughs> then i start up
1: then i start up a new conversation about bass being a piece of shit with rodney
2: these are all really good things to do
1: so like that's another good one where you say i mean i mean bass is a piece of shit and then i'll go into i'll just say 10 things about you then to rip on you then before you know it rodney and i are having conversation about you and
2: yeah, i I'll, and i'm in the clear out, and i i won't take that sword if it means somebody's getting out of that kind of a dish.
1: And, and I know exactly when people send me stuff accidentally because they're the worst at hiding it. <laughs> kind of like when I'm, when I'm running a scam and then Sam will say like I'll, be like, I'll say something to Sam that I made up and he'll be like, what do you mean we were at the movies yesterday? We didn't see a movie. What do you mean movies? I haven't seen a movie with you in months. Yes. Now the good thing about you, Bass, is that I could say, yeah, so Bass and I were at the movies yesterday and then you'll just run, you'll go right with
2: it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the popcorn was good.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, but we've already established that. If there was a game of improv, Sam loses every time.
1: Oh, he's the worst. Yeah, he's the worst. I think Ryan said that. Sam would be the worst improv performer ever.
2: Whatever he answers, it's supposed to be yes, and. Your brother does not know how to do
1: that. What do you mean you have a gun? I don't see a gun. You don't have a
0: gun? You're holding a pencil. God. That's a pencil, not a gun, you moron. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you ever been? Have you ever been to an improv show?
2: Oh God, yeah, I've been in improv shows. You have? Yeah, you have it. You
1: wait, you were in an improv troupe?
2: Not a troupe, but I mean, I took an improv class. I mean, I've done improv stuff.
1: Man, some some of the most unfunny people ever are in improv, aren't they?
2: Yes, they are.
1: They 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 think anything they do is funny. So.
2: Which is funny, because I automatically think whatever I do is not funny. Therefore I really don't want to do like the uh outlandish I'm gonna try so hard and swing to the fence is only to swing away and bit. I love, I
1: love I love the episode of the office where, where Michael Scott would always pull out a gun. Oh that's right. And then like put down the gun, Michael. <laughs> like no matter no matter what the <laughs> scenario was, he'd always say All right. You're under arrest, but, like, he'd always pull out a gun, and it would ruin... Like, they could, be t- they could be doing a scene where they're on the beach, and then he always pulls out a gun. Like, that was, always the, way, that was always the way that scene would end. But uh, it, it just seems like a lot of... Imp- and, and there's a lot of funny improv people, but a lot of them, they just think anything they do is funny.
2: It's the The only thing I don't like is that somebody will be like, you know, like... If there's any question that they're funny now, like, oh yeah, well I'm in an improv group. Well that doesn't make you funny still.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. Oh I've that done does, improv that,
2: does, that doesn't even make you interesting. It makes you somebody who thought I should do an improv and I'm gonna spend money to do it.
1: In fact, anyone could do improv, even on funny it's, people. Yeah, it's
2: not it's not automatic credibility.
1: They always do that thing where they're like shoveling something.
2: Oh yeah. And they don't or, even or they're the, they, the, they, the, the walking into a door. God Every one of them every every time you go to one of those shows, they all try to walk through a door like Kramer.
1: <laughs> then there's always some fat guy who thinks he's Chris Farley, oh
2: God, yeah, and there's always a guy who's, I'm going to be the beer drinking guy,
1: yeah, and they they do uh, 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 they, they literally drunk. they literally act like Chris Farley, oh, yeah, you're right, and they do the drunk thing all all the time too. I'm,
2: I just had a case of beer, I'm drunk, oh
1: man. What are you doing, Karen? Oh, I'm just shoveling the snow.
2: What about you, Tommy? I'm walking this dog.
1: Oh, coming. wait a minute. And then he picks up the fake poop. The whole crowd. <laughs> <laughs> give me every, uh, some someone give me an item. Give me an item. They and they they always say needle. Needle. Yeah. Needle. <laughs> okay. So uh ah
2: ah shit. Fuck. Just got pricked by that needle. Give me another item. Uh yarn. Bong. Bong.
1: Bong and yarn, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just got high. Wait a minute. Shit. Oh man. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, hang on. Hang on. The yarn's coming. wait, hang on, I gotta tie uh, My piece of rope that I had sitting here just ripped in half, and all I have is this yarn to tie it with.
2: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha <laughs> But I'm so stoned, I didn't even realize it until now.
1: And are you still shoveling over there? <laughs> <laughs> That's Improv in a nutshell, pretty much.
2: <laughs> then some guy falls on the floor. I'm having a
0: heart attack!
2: Here, let me put down my
0: bog and I'll. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> and are you still shoveling that snow? <laughs> I am.
1: They keep doing a callback to the lady shoveling the snow for no reason. Yeah.
0: <laughs> God.
1: Well, Base, let's wrap it up on this. Did you see the kid who announced that he signed with Florida and his mother was wearing all Alabama shit?
0: Yes. That was
2: ridiculous. And she walked out of the, tel- the ESPN televised signing of this guy.
1: This poor kid makes the announcement. His whole family. I mean, do you think they didn't know he was signing with Alabama? Or do, I mean, with Florida, do you think that they were like just trying to you know, force him to say Alabama?
2: I have no idea, man. I mean, if you're first of all, if anybody who's, who's looked at this has never really seen what a signing is, it's usually a high school student who's not the most educated a person. And they're sitting at a table with three hats, three or four different hats, of which they're going to announce what school they're going to. If it's a football player... A basketball player, ESPN, golf—it's like a number one like recruit of the of the country. And although I've decided to take my talents too, and then they put the hat on and go, and then everybody clapped. This guy put on the hat of Florida. Meanwhile, sitting next to him was his mother and an aunt, all wearing Alabama gear. <laughs> and when he put the Florida hat on, they got up and walked away from him.
1: The, and this poor kid. When when I heard him talk, I like i i it's, it's so weird the way I felt when I saw this. I felt so bad for him because he's worked his whole life playing football to go to college and then hopefully to the NFL.
0: Like and, his
2: his mom his mom jumped him through that educational system where he didn't learn a thing.
1: You could tell he didn't learn shit. He
2: didn't. Yeah, he, he he didn't even really know how to even talk articulate that he was choosing Florida to play football. And on top of that, he is on ESPN on a nationally televised... I mean, he's like the number two wide receiver in the country. He's on ESPN. It's the biggest moment of that kid's life. He's getting a free education and possibly a ticket to the NFL. And now he has to deal with the fact that his mother just embarrassed him on national television.
1: And just walked out.
2: Just walked out.
1: Like what? Okay, so so now you learn he's not signing with Alabama. So wh- why? First of all, is, is it like um, blue chips where like the guy at Alabama said, "I'm going to give you a tractor and a bag full of cash"? <laughs> he said well, he said I was going to get a job and a house.
2: First of all, I'm pretty sure he did not pay for that Alabama
1: question. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, exactly.
2: I'm pretty. Sure you know, Nick Saban um,
1: sent that shit with a briefcase full of cash.
2: And yeah, The elections that she drove in was definitely not paid by her. And there was a lot of stuff that she was logging into going, I got guaranteed.
1: And I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it's not like she went to Alabama. No. I don't think this was a legacy think that, situation.
2: They said when Chris Webber went to Michigan, they gave his dad a job at the university. <laughs> like, that's the kind of shit that I'm pretty sure was going down right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Listen up.
2: If, if, uh, if, you, just, you just became a TA for a class you'll never have to go to. Hey, if, and, by the way, it's going to be an $80,000 a year job until your son leaves for a pro and he's a sophomore.
1: Hey, if Jerry, if Jerry plays for Alabama, are you sick of living in that apartment? Yeah. How would you like to live in a big house? How would you like a job as an administrative assistant for 95000 a year?
2: Okay. It's all, work, it's all work from home. <laughs> yeah, like, and you're and you don't have you really don't even have a job. You will you want you don't you won't even be getting an email address, but just be getting a paycheck.
1: Yeah, you you literally don't have to do anything. You don't. When's no. or, when's orientation? There is no orientation.
2: It, 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 you're, you're having it right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is your yeah. Your orientation is when he says he's coming to Alabama.
2: Yeah, just the words out of his mouth better be. I'm putting that hat on. And I'm going to, I'll be in Birmingham in about an hour.
1: You know, one of the saddest days is for mothers of, of uh, college football players. What's that? The day that they either are seniors and the season ends or they go to the NFL and then they realize that their paycheck stop coming in for their administrative roles with Alabama.
2: Oh, no shit.
1: Where's my check? What check? My job. I'm the administrative assistant. Oh, no, 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 no. no. You never worked here.
2: We just hired. We just hired a new one, who thought is ten times better than you.
1: Yeah, someone someone replaced you for that position.
2: <laughs> I mean, we how many? Have, we, how so many? we would have had to restructure <laughs> that position.
1: <laughs> how many administrative assistants do they have for the University of Alabama? Uh,
2: how many? How many roster spots are there?
1: So there's fifty. There's like fifty five administrative
2: assistants. Uh, I'm pretty sure, besides the. Uh, the three walk walk-ons, The rest are all
1: admitted. Do you think they send the repo men in immediately, like to, to take back the car, kick around the apartment?
2: Repo men, and I'm and I'm pretty sure the mandatory audit is on its way.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, so this is your house, huh? Uh, we're gonna need it now for uh, Tom's mother.
2: <laughs> yeah, that car. You know that uh, the one that says rented on it. You just got
1: uh added that by the way. Yeah. Oh, do you, oh, could you make the payments for eleven hundred dollars a month? You you afford that? You keep the car. And it's funny Every time a new mother Moves into that house They don't even realize That like The, the, the other mother Was leaving Why is oh, that yeah, they, they, Why is that they, lady they, crying Oh don't worry about that, her
2: that, That's the old Cleaning lady We're getting to do one Anyway
1: Yeah uh, Anyways check out This new house Oh the furniture Is included by the way
2: And when they're Who? leaving They go or you probably really shouldn't have just walked away from your son like that. He might have uh, bought you a house for a uh, Who, who's the first thing right, got
1: a you. She walks in on the wall, it's, it's a Jerry O'Neill jersey. Who's Jerry O'Neill? And then the guy just rips it off the wall. Oh, we, we we don't need that anymore.
2: Yeah. Anyway.
1: No, this is a Tom Tom uh, Tom Johnson jersey. <laughs> Pulls out the Tom Johnson jersey. That goes yeah. right here on the wall.
2: And they just they break it down like you know how they when they retire a jersey, they pull off that black oh <laughs>
1: They forgot some of the, the Jerry O'Neill stuff, though, and they're like, oh,
2: shit, get that off the wall. Get that Jerry O'Neill mural off the wall. Jerry O'Neill's an alumni. He's, he's a, he's a themed yeah. alumni. Yeah,
1: and then it just rips off like duct tape, and then you see them putting on the new Tom, uh, Tom Johnson
2: <laughs> yeah. mural. It's just a bunch of fat you're replacing.
1: But this poor kid, he, he works his whole life. He obviously didn't spend any time reading. And now, now his mother has to do this to him, and now, now he has a whole other situation. Do, can you imagine that? Like you finally made it, you're going to Florida, and now you have to worry about this mother. I ain't talking to you no more.
2: Not just that, but it's like, all right. For once, the kid has his own decision to make. Like, all right, if you're, like they say the first time you really become an adult is when you decide what happens to you after high school. Because until you're 17, 18, eighteen, you're pretty much gone through a system. You have your parents kind of tell you what to do, but that moment. You say I'm deciding where I'm going after my the so my, my higher education is what you
1: That's my decision to make, boy, as an
2: adult, and his mom walks away.
1: And just that ignorant look on her face.
2: Ah, uh, the look on her face was literally as if he took a tray of like Coca Cola and spilled it right on her forehead. <laughs> Fuck you, mom. Yeah. Go go to hell.
1: Oh wait! Before we wrap it up, I just I just saw something I had to bring up. How about that Sammy Sosa cowboy picture?
2: First of all, I'm impressed that he could score a girl looking like that. while looking like that, she actually looks decent, right? Not bad, comparing like the guy that she's posted up to.
1: I think that's his wife. I'm assuming, but
2: dude, what happened?
1: <laughs> he got the Honestly, Michael Jackson cream. I know that for sure.
2: How does that? How does that happen?
1: Steroids are a hell of a drug, man.
2: Like, is there, is there something, and I'm not trying to be ignorant about this, but is there something that would do the opposite for me? Like, if I took something, would I all of a sudden become black?
1: Because <laughs> you'd like, like a little I, I darker I just, shade, I just right?
2: How does one pigment reverse within the time span of only 10 years?
1: Well, base, you need spray tan. That, that'll make you darker. So whatever they okay. use does something with their what, pigment.
2: I was going to say, what if you take it that reverses that?
1: The same stuff Michael Jackson took, some kind of cream. But he looked Sammy Sosa right now. Looks like, like an infected penis or something. Like if your penis was full of like blood and like pus.
2: Yeah.
1: Or his his face looks like yeah. a sausage casing that's about to explode.
2: That's exactly what it is. Gross. He honestly looks like, like you know that that feeling you get when you're watching a television show. Also, they go to commercial, and it's just a commercial about abused dogs, and cats, <laughs> like that cringeworthy. Like, ah, oh, I can't look at it. Yeah, you
1: just—you're cha- right. What you're right, base. I changed the channel immediately just because I can't handle it.
2: Exactly. When I look at him, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> it's like what- not, not that he was always like a good looking dude or anything, but you're like, what the hell happened?
1: Well, do you ever see those pictures of like James Brown in a casket? Like, sometimes you'll yeah. just, you'll just, i and like, oh, and then you have to quickly move past it. You're right. That's what it's like when I see Sosa. I'm like, ah! Oh, God. Damn it! Why did I have
2: to see yeah. that again? Yeah. Why can't I stop looking at it? It's the weirdest thing in the world.
1: And then if I'm alone, I always turn a light on at my house. <laughs> because I'm
2: nervous. From so for now on, for now on, if you drive past eight pounds at night and a light goes on, that means Sammy Sosa just popped into door on his iPhone. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh man alright base we'll wrap it up on that and we will holla next week
2: see ya thank you Abe for all the laughter David Blaine your magic is real and I believe in you